Hey, this is Rob with Local Tri-Vibe uh, Podcast. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by uh, In-N-Out Express Care. They're an award-winning locally owned urgent care with four locations in Hampton, Newport News, Virginia Beach, and Chesapeake, Virginia. And, uh, and I know from personal experience that In-N-Out Express Care is totally endurance athlete friendly. So thanks, guys. Uh, check them out when you get a chance. And today's podcast, is uh, we've got uh, Steve from Delmo Sports. Uh, Steve, how are you doing today? Very good, thank you. Good deal. So, listen, I am uh, I am feeling your pain, but probably not to the degree that you are. Um, first, let's let's talk about who you are, what you do, and and how you got into the business. You're uh, you're the CEO and founder of Delmo Sports. Uh, they're an elite event company, correct? That is correct. Yes. So, how does that happen? How does one get into this really complicated sport and putting on events? Uh, by accident, of course. So I, I began 17 years ago. This is my 17th season. I started with one event and worked my way up to uh, 10 events that we owned and operated. I am a, uh, I was an Ironman licensee with 70.3 Atlantic City. Ironman recently acquired that event back for me, but hired me to be the race director for the next five years for that event, as well as hired me to be the race director for Rock and Roll Atlantic City Half Marathon for the next five years. I also work nice. with Red Bull um, and do some events with them. So we have, you know, slowly but surely evolved into this business. And through Delmo Sports and producing events, I started a second company called Delmo Pro, which uh, basically assists other companies in producing their events. So we do timing, equipment rental, consulting, you name it. So we do we do the whole gamut now of endurance sports. Wow, very cool. And what what areas? Because chances are, I mean, we're we're based out of Mid Atlantic, but we we have some things going on all over the country. But you cover a, a pretty big area. What area? What size area is that? Well, truthfully, I try to keep it uh, as small as possible. So I like to stay between D.C. and New York. Uh, my okay. events are basically in the southern New Jersey area, uh, Philadelphia. We have an event in Philadelphia. And then we'll service events everywhere from Richmond to D.C. up to, you know, New York City, Westchester, uh, Westchester, uh, uh, New York. So I'm a big believer in, you know, staying close to home and mastering your market as opposed to just driving all over the country like a, like a nut job. Yeah, no, I, I can only imagine. Look, I'm, I go to these races, I attend the races, and it's it's nuts just trying to get to the races as an athlete. Never mind, mm-hmm. put on an event overseas. So, so listen, this is uh this is an unprecedented time, and um, you know mm-hmm. every business is feeling it. But you're in a specific industry that we're going into the the season right now. Talk, talk to us about some of the challenges that you're facing right now um, that people might not be considering from an athletic from an athlete's perspective. Uh, just the loss of revenue, the loss of business for the entire industry, and I'm not one. I'm not a person to complain, and I, I won't complain. Uh, but this has taken its toll on every single industry in the United States, if not the world. And so right. oh, we're just sure. a part of that. I mean, when you think about you know the the big four sports shutting down, the NCAA tournament shutting down, the you know, the Kentucky Derby, every, everything has just been completely upended. So we're not alone in this, which is a good thing. It would be one thing if it was just us, right? But, hey, 
every mass participation of, uh, event in the world right now is not happening. So there's strength in numbers. So that's the positive of all of that. Right. But at the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's loss of business for everybody. So that's the number one thing. I, I hear you. And listen, it's, it's painful everywhere. Um, I will tell you though, what has impressed me the most is, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little guy. I follow you. I, I try to know who's who in the industry and you're a humble guy. You built it from scratch. Um, I love everything I see. And I stumbled across uh, your LinkedIn page last night and you had a message and um, I loved it. I was like, that's, that's what we need right here. So do you recall that? I know it wasn't that long ago, but do you recall that the, the, basically the idea of the message that you gave out? Yeah, it's basically about us as, as athletes. Um, it, this is our opportunity to prove to the world um, to, and to show off our discipline. It takes a lot of discipline to wake up in the morning and, and, and do what we do. It takes a lot of discipline to say no to certain – to many things that people say yes to, whether it be, um, you know, the wrong types of foods or the wrong types of beverages or – just the ability to say, no, I'm going to bed early tonight. And, and usually that's not a problem for endurance athletes. We'll pass out at any time, right? But, <laughs> exactly, uh, exactly. But, yeah, it's, it's our opportunity to lead the way. You know, this is it. I mean, I believe every situation that occurs occurs in our favor. It just depends how you look at it. And so this situation is no different. And I'm a firm believer in taking full responsibility for every single thing that happens to me. And so – my message to everyone is this is this is my time right this is my test i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to win this thing and then i'm going to show you what it takes to to do my part to make sure that you know we come out of this thing shiny and new you know i love it no in fact um you know that is a uh, that is exactly what you said last night using a whole bunch of different words so i love that the sentiment is still there <laughs> After watching that video again, that was on your LinkedIn uh, profile for Demo Sports, was um, I, I, I came away with a singular idea. And again, this I'm going to credit it to you because you put the idea into my head sideways, and I straightened it out for me. What it said to me was, fitness is not an event; it's a way of life. You know what I mean? You don't you don't lose motivation because a race is gone. And if you did, there's certainly nothing wrong with it. But you better you need to check yourself and see why am I doing this? Is it for in there is no wrong answer, but for me personally, it's a way of life. It's a lifestyle. It's a, it's a way of thinking. And, and what I love that you captured last night as well as just now is it's a mindset. I'm going to win this thing. Like I'm going to come out on top, period. And here you are, one of the people who has um, been directly massively impacted by this virus and I'm not. I hear more fear from people who are working from Fortune 500 companies with a guaranteed paycheck who have, you know, you, you don't have, you don't, you're not backed by a Fortune 500 company. You you have to produce events to make this happen. So what I love is the conviction. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what drew me to having a conversation with you. Is I got to surround myself with people like that. There's hell and damnation going on here. I got a guy standing on the beach going, "Hey guys, it's our time to shine." Like who this doesn't want to hang around? Wow those people you know i'm not gonna you know yeah. on tuesday the president went on tv and announced what everyone knew he was going to announce and on wednesday we lost six figures in contracts within six mm. hours mm. and the way i look at it as you know and this is the way you have to look at yourself not just me but everyone should look at their self is 
you know, you come into work and the first thing that happens is somebody punches you in the mouth, right? Bam. Now yep. you can either cry and go running home and look at your lip in the mirror or you could take your hand, you could touch your lip, you could look at the blood, and then you can go and destroy that person. <laughs> right. That's it. You right. know, it's like, okay, yeah. you hit, I'm up, I'm up, you got me, you got my attention. What's this? This is nothing. This is nothing. Now, now I'm focused, okay? So watch me go into action. And my, uh, my college roommate who's on Fox Business all the time, uh, his name is Ed Gabor, and mm-hmm. um, he's a common sense bull. And we're college roommates on the same baseball team. And I was talking to him about this, and he called me up. He said, how you doing? I've been thinking about you. You go, me? I've been thinking about you. You're in the, fi- you're, you're in the markets. And he goes, <laughs> right. I've had nine hours of sleep in the last five days, and I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And I was telling him similar stories of how we're adjusting. We're switching the format of this event, going to that event, and talking to city leaders and stakeholders. And I said to him, I go, Ed, I'm having a great time doing it. He's like, me too. He goes, <laughs> so it's like, it's like, you know, it's, you're a soldier. You train to go to battle. This is, this is our battle. And so we're going to overcome it just like we overcome everything else. Yep. Nope. And listen, and what I love, uh, I, I didn't know that, you know, I didn't know where we're going with this conversation, but um, I couldn't ask for a better place for it to go because the reality is at the end of the day, you you're saying it and there's a language that I recognize in other people um, you can you can find out if they're one of two things, and I I want to be around one of these two people. They're either grateful or they're entitled. Here you are, <laughs> your whole world is crumbling around you, and you're you're grateful. You got a you got a pep in your step, a little twinkle in your eye, and a little kick ass in your voice. And I'm like, okay, yeah. What guy do I want to follow into battle? You know what I mean? Not the guy who's saying, what are you going to pay me? Am I going to get paid if we don't get to work? If you send me home? Here I have a guy who's like, I'm going to figure this shit out. You know what I mean? I, I got this. I got this. Well, so, I, I, you know, it's funny. I just did a video about that this morning that will probably get released tomorrow morning. And uh, it's exactly that. You know, people, I believe, look, people watch great things on TV and want to hear great stories because inherently – it exists inside every single person and you are attracted to what you truly want to be. Nobody wants to like hang around somebody that's negative all the time and, and always looks at the, 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 the downside of things. People don't want that. People want to know that there is someone out there or an organization out there, or a person out there that goes, all right, things are going sideways. I've got this. This is, this is, I've got control of this. Everybody get behind me. I'm going to lead the way. We're going to come out all right here. And, and at the end of the day, yeah. when you do that for people, because not everybody's in the same situation as you, you've got to understand people, people are in different phases of their lives. They've gone through different experiences. You know, some people are beat up, man. They're getting out of certain situations, and they're not at that level that you're at. And so it's your responsibility right. if you're at that level to lead, you know. That's your job, like, as a human you know, so that yeah. to me, it's, it's, it's something I work on daily. It's something that I, I believe in and, until I have zero breath, you know, until I have zero breath, that's just what I'm going to do. 100%. And, you know, I, I tell people, look, there's two types of people you can follow into battle. There's the guy or the gal that's going to say, listen, we're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Just you listen, trust me on this. And it's going to be, and then there's the other guy that says, listen, it's hell out there. Keep your head down. Follow me. I'm going to keep you safe. But you've got to follow me, and I've got the conviction you need to make this happen. 
Come on, put your head down, yeah. put your gun up, and let's yeah. go. Let's take this hill. Yeah. And, and it Stay has close. This, it has Stay close. Here we go. <laughs> yep. It's go time. You don't second guess it. Don't start if you don't go. If you're not sure, you're you're not. But if you know, if you, I have enough conviction for everybody. So, no, I I have no idea. You know, I have no idea about what's uh, what's going ahead. But I know that um, I know that the the mindset is everything. You know, there's there's we're going to take the precautions we need to take. We're going to do what we need to do. But at the end of the day, we have to take ownership. By the way, that's the other characteristic that I look for. If somebody's a victim, or if they're if they take accountability for everything you know it's too easy to talk to somebody anybody in any industry you'll hear whether they're a victim or whether they're a survivor they there's a different language there's a different vocabulary there's a different mindset there's a different energy there's a different everything and um, i just don't have time to hang out with a victim listen don't tell me you yeah i mean there's people that are hurt and the bottom line is what are you doing what are you doing that you can control that's going to change us and the answer for me as a triathlete is I'm going swimming in the ocean tomorrow. It's uh, probably 53 degrees. I don't train with a wetsuit, so it's going to be a short training session, but I'll get out and run. I'll ride tonight. <laughs> There's always something you can do. There's always something you can do. So the, the question I have is, what are you doing? And I don't care if you have the exact answer, because I can't imagine you, Stephen, having the exact answer on how this is going to play out. But there's no doubt that you've already determined the, the result. You're going to end up on top, period. So. Anyway, I dig that. No doubt. Well, look, um, what well, listen, uh, what mean, does everybody, every, go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, yeah, I was going to say what like I see these nasty, nasty posts on not I haven't seen any on your post, but on other race directors' websites saying you guys are this is terrible. You're treating us like crap, guys. There's a world crisis going on. Race directors are not sitting around thinking about how they can screw people out of money or how they can do this. They're shuffling just like everybody else. What yeah. message do you have to the, the general triathlete population for, for race fees and things like that? I don't even know your policies. I don't care. Because the reality is we're all in a jam, and this is unprecedented. The decisions that right. we're making and the speed that we have to make them at is unprecedented. We don't have a model, anybody to follow. So, so, what do you, what's so your for, for us at Delmo Sports, for us at Delmo Sports, I believe I live – I live the creed of how would I want to be treated, right? I live it. That's how we make our decisions here. So when this went down, you know, we had two events that were affected directly. And so we had to come up with a plan and we came up with a plan and, and our plan we believe was fair, which we said, listen, you could do one of two things. One, you could defer to next year, no cost to you. All right. This sucks. Right. Nobody likes it. We're going to defer it to next year. You want to do this event? I get you. You could do it next year, just not this year. The whole world's shut down right now. Deal with it, right? Right. Yeah. Two, we're going to create a virtual event. And what we're going to do here is we're going to upgrade everything because you can't come to us. We're going to take the T-shirt, make it a long sleeve tech. We're going to take the, the two-and-a-half-inch metal, make it a three-and-a-half-inch metal. You, we're going to take the uh, – the, uh, we're going to give the people that sign up for multiple events, instead of a long sleeve shirt, we're going to give them a hoodie. And then we're going to compile nice. all your results, and we're going, to do, we're going to do custom. We're going to make this the best situation we can, and you're going to get. And all of that merch and medals and everything, we redesigned it literally overnight Ouch. to read virtual, right, to read Good virtual. Job. So we changed everything about it. And we said, look, you can either be a part of this and run at home and do your part because you've been training and continue to be healthy and continue to not let this thing get you down and have something to look forward to, or you could do it next year at no cost to you because you've already paid for it. 
Those are the options. There is not a third option. So you're yep. either with us this year or you're with us next year. And at the end of the day, this year, the, my whole crew is doing the race virtually. So you get the race with us. You know, I'm going to try and take yeah. some of you down. Let me see what you got, you know. And we had a 100%. We had a 100% positive response. 100% positive response to it. Wow. That's awesome. And it's just That's about, awesome. to me, it's about being transparent and getting in front of that athlete and going, this is, the, this is how it is. Now, granted, me and my crew, it, we just didn't make that decision in five seconds. It was a whole day of deliberations of putting stuff on the whiteboard. Hey, maybe we should do this and we should do that. And then we saw what a couple other race companies did and got hammered for it. And we're like, well, of course you got hammered for it. You're, you made a couple of key errors in the whole communication process of this thing. You know, and which and, it sounds and, like but, the error was not putting yourself in the athlete's shoes and saying, "What would I?" You want always got to put yourself in the athlete's shoes. You have to do that. Yep. So listen, it's I not know rocket busy. science, yeah. brother. It's not rocket science. I, it's. <laughs> I hear you. So look, you're doing a great job at not plugging yourself. So tell me about a couple of uh, the other races that you have, because I'm sure there are people that will want to know uh, more about your race series. You know what? They could just go to delmosports.com and figure it out. I'm not going to bore people with it. You know, Fair Go enough. to delmosports.com on the website. Yep, and if you like what you see, give us a look. And if you don't like what you see, I guess we're not for everybody. That's okay, man. There's a lot, yeah, man, <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot out there. So, look, at, I'm going to let you go for the moment, but I, I want you. To, I, I want to talk to you again at some point. Let's uh, let's talk maybe mid-year and just do a recap on this and see how things go. But um, I certainly appreciate your time today, considering uh, the challenges to get online. And uh, and uh, hang tight for just a second, okay? You got it. All right. Hey, everybody, thanks for joining us today. That was Steve uh, from Delmo Sports, Steve Del Monte, and uh, it was delmosports.com. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. All right. All right. Thanks again, Steve. We'll talk to you soon. You got it. See ya.